1: The embargo for Top Gun ended. Um, Top Gun Maverick. It's over, even though it doesn't open here uh, for a couple more weeks. Uh, it is uh, getting amazing. I've heard amazing. I'm excited. Reviews. It's been. Uh, it's been. Uh, yeah. Just. Uh, it brings the excitement. Here's Roger Freeman. Tom Cruise brings the excitement of a throwback studio hit in Top Gun Maverick. There's no question it's actually better than the original. Wow. Oh, That's bull. the good news. It picks up 35 years after we last saw Tom Cruise as ace flyer Pete Mitchell. His pal Goose, of course, is dead. Yeah. His other pal Iceman in the form of uh, Val Kilmer is now the admiral who's been protecting Maverick all these years while less tolerant Navy brass would like him to be out of there. Mm-hmm. John Hamm is yes, one of them. Yes, Ed Harris. Yes. But now they need... Maverick to train these young bucks on a mission because there's been an unprovoked attack
2: Mm -hmm. in the United
1: States. That's basically the premise of the movies, but, um, goosebumps just, yeah. He, he, you know, this movie wrapped three years ago.
0: I've been waiting. We've all been waiting. It was supposed
1: to be released in June of 2020 2020, and Paramount wanted to stream it day and night because of COVID crew said no, which caused a, toppling of the studio hierarchy. Frankly, the flying sequences and sequences and cinematography should be seen in a the theater. I agree. 100%. Some movies need to be
0: seen yeah. in theaters. The big blockbuster movies, you go to the theater for these yeah. things. You got to.
1: Here's what Roger right? If Top Gun Maverick doesn't bring people back to move movie theaters and droves, then nothing will. It's got everything. A hero played by a movie star, new young heroes who are very appealing, An old-fashioned nod to the sense that America can lick anything if we have ingenuity and pluck. And a beautiful woman to come home to. And even though Roger writes, yes, we all know Tom Cruise has a strange personal life, but he and Jerry Bruckheimer get an A-plus for showing that the last 35 years of movie myth-making are all for naught. And Top Gun Maverick, you know, this plays at... The Cannes Film Festival next week.
2: I know. I saw that okay, which Tom is just
1: Cruz hasn't been to the Cannes Film Festival since nineteen ninety-two when he was twenty nine years old. And he and Nicole Kidman, who was twenty-four, his wife, were
2: introducing Far and Away. Which, by the way, is one of the loveliest movies. Shannon. Shadan. Shannon. It was a Ron Howard western. But it did, like the critics hated it. I loved
1: it. Ron Howard directed it. It's a uh, western about a pair of Irish immigrants who make their way to Oklahoma in the late 19th century. People, some critics, the Cannes Film Festival liked it. It was so good. But that's the last time he has been at the Mm -hmm. Cannes Film Festival. He was a 29-year-old... Buck. Oh, yeah, look and at Nicole that. And Nicole was 24, and she had her curly red hair.
2: Curly days of thunder
1: hair. And on the red carpet, he cruised at the event. He presented the Palme d'Or, d'or that evening to a movie called The Best Intentions, basically a forgotten Swedish film um, written by Ingmar Bergman that beat out Robert Altman's The Player and Paul Ver Verhoeven's Basic Instinct. So, yeah. the Hollywood wow. Reporter is letting us know they got that wrong. And earlier that day, Tom Cruise on the red carpet had been asked about his favorite brand of toothpaste. Oh, dear. And he got so mad at the reporter oh, dear. because he wanted someone to ask him about the Rodney King verdict.
2: Oh, he, weird. He th- yeah. That okay. had just happened, okay. and yeah. the reason people asked him about the toothpaste was because his teeth were off oh. center.
0: Yes, and
2: they were the size of chiclets. But he looked so <laughs> handsome. He looked. We were crazy for him, Lori. Yeah. We were crazy so, for that. Is such a funny little nugget? nugget he isn't was just said someone asked him about his toothpaste. and then demanded they talk to him <laughs> about the Rodney oh, King yeah, verdict. That's just light stuff to talk about on the side of yeah. you know while you're walking up the red carpet, right? So, anyway, uh, I he it's he, universally getting. He knows how to make movies. Yeah, a certain type of movie. Yeah. He is excellent at it, and he demands excellence That's around right. him. That's
0: part of it. Yeah, he, he demands, demands excellence excellent. around. Which yeah. listen. Yeah, Good if you can do
2: it, do it. Yeah. Okay, I demand it around here, and look what happens every day. Right. <laughs> well said. No um, one listens to me.
1: What is going on? Well, the, you know, we've had a week off um, from the Depp herd trial, but oh, he I comes forgot, back man. on Monday, you guys. And Johnny we apparently ready? went to Europe. He went to his little French village, maybe that he owns. Yeah. Um, everyone ready? got away. Well, listen to this. Amber Heard's legal team is going to call Johnny Depp back up on the stand. They're calling Ellen Barkin on the stand. Mm -hmm. They're calling Amber Heard's sister is going to be testifying. Um, And Johnny Depp was already on the stand for four days, but that was his attorney setting the stage for Johnny's story. Now Johnny will be cross-examined. By
2: Ambers.
0: Oh. But when
2: does Johnny's Depp teams get to cross-examine Amber Heard? They did. They did?
1: I think so. Or that might be part of what's happening next week, too. But the reason Alan Barkin... Why is Alan Barkin testifying? Because in his libel lawsuit against the Sun, the court heard a statement... From Barkin claiming Johnny Depp had thrown a bottle of wine at her uh, uh, when they were in Vegas and had gotten jealous and angry. And Johnny Depp told the judge that that was untrue. He said she wanted a proper relationship with me and I did not want that. I didn't feel the same way about her she did me. And I suppose from that moment on, she became very, very angry. And since then, I have not spoken to Ms. Barkin. So do you think? But because that. That was introduced, her lawyers can reintroduce. Um, And
2: show that he's lying maybe on this one? Is that what they're trying to say? Yeah, of course, Mm -hmm. they're going
1: to cross-examine him, uh, everything. And and so I was kind of, now that the court case is closer to coming back, I was doing some legal beagle sleuthing, and um, legal experts are saying, you know, basically he may have charmed fans on social media. There might be social media or in the eye of public opinion, but he is such a long um way to go to be able to win this. Yeah. And um
2: I want it to be over, Lori. His, I, I can't do it anymore.
1: Because he like basically painted the picture. He was a gentleman who stumbled into worldwide fame and had a you know horrible mother and everything. Okay. And so all they have to prove is one instance yeah. of this being true. And so people are like, uh, there are no winners in this oh, lawsuit. No. And no. there are no lessons to be taken except for the fact that you have to be careful. No one is going to win. Whatever the jury decides. Um, and how Johnny even got this defamation, it's defamation by imp- implication, which goes back to some novelists in the eighteen forties who sued a bunch of newspaper editors. Um and because uh, he said he got a bad reputation in his hometown. And they it was upheld, you know, this this decision. And that's how Johnny Depp was able to judge ruled, okay, you can go forward with Defamation by implication.
2: I can't watch it next week, Lori. I, I, I will I be watching for I, us. I don't know that I can. I don't know that I can stomach it.
1: I know it's,
2: it. It really is. Um, it's too much.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> and I don't like the uh, you know like people are being so vile to Amber Heard, and now mm-hmm. they are jumping on Evan Rachel Wood and trying to say that. Oh no! Like you know, uh, I, I no. mean, it's, just, it's it's really.
2: No one is winning in uh, this. No one I don't winning. like any of them. I mean, I I just... The only one who's winning, Julia,
1: is maybe Jennifer Grey, who, as she's telling us more about um, as little stories are coming out about her memoir, I love this okay, little this nugget. Okay, this seems
2: like such a funny transition. The no, only because one... she
1: dated Johnny oh, Depp. that's
2: right. She did.
1: You are so right. She was in a serious relationship with two of the biggest stars of the 1980s, she was playing Ferris Bueller's little sister yes, she when was. she was dating Matthew yes, Broderick. Right. The forgot. studio made her keep that secret. Yes. She was with Matthew Broderick in the car when he ran over two women in his car and
2: killed them. It was a car. It, car it, crash. Car whatever happened. And he, she was the only one that was awake at the end of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's, she talks about that, but she uh, gave an interview and... And this is in her book. Uh, she was on Drew Barrymore on the other just today, okay. and she was engaged to Mathrick Broderick and Johnny Depp in the same month.
2: Oh, that is a claim. Matthew to fame. Broderick, that is a claim
1: her, to fame. And at, by the end of the month, she was in a red-hot relationship with Johnny Depp, Twenty One Jump Street. Wow, wow. She says now she. Told Drew when she was writing about it, she realized that was that a was a sign of, of things are amiss with me. <laughs> I can't be trusted. I've been that engaged, I've except- but how
2: exciting! Oh, can you imagine? Yeah.
1: So, oh uh, yeah. But Johnny Depp was her bridge because yes. Matthew Broderick broke her heart. Yes. And remember, Madonna supposedly wrote um, "Express Yourself" for Jennifer. Uh, gray to be able to I called her Jennifer Garner for Jennifer Gray to express yourself in because she didn't think that Matthew Braddock was a good fit for her. Right. Apparently they were in the same, you know, circle. Oh, they were in a play together. Madonna and Jennifer Gray. Oh Lord. Yeah.
2: All right. There we so go. So she
1: told her, I wrote, express yourself because this guy is not your guy, this well, Matthew. He,
2: he wasn't. No. I don't see those two together. But,
1: but they were. They yeah. were red hot and he broke her heart. Oh, and Lord. she was engaged to him in one period of time and by the end of the month engaged to Johnny Depp. But it burned out. Ooh. All right. Listen, there we go. We'll be back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. You've done the traffic. You no, know, you haven't done the traffic yet. You did your sit-ups and a bathroom break. Now up. what's the dirt?
0: All right, you guys. Well, let's start out with this one. Let's get to the Elvis, Boz Lorman movie. Now, this is some really cool news here. Denzel Washington apparently had a big role in getting Austin Butler. An audition. An audition, essentially, get well, to get Boz Lorman to even look at him for the role. Right, because so
1: Boz wouldn't have known that he would... Well, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He played... Tex Watson, but it was a small, small part role. Small role. I remember part.
0: that. Yes, yes. So and Boz
1: probably wasn't familiar with the Carrie Diaries, right? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: a good point. So basically, uh, he received a uh, during an entertainment weekly, um, the director Boz Lorman shared that he received a cold call from Denzel Washington what? saying that you need to check this guy out. And he was, you know, he said, I received this videotape of this young man on the, f- uh, and then he said, in a flood of tears, playing um, Unchained Melody. Mm-hmm. and They're so the
1: Righteous Brothers. The
0: Righteous Brothers. And I thought, wow, what is that? How is this happening? And so then he got this call from Denzel. He already had the call. But then he went to go see him for himself. And then after he went to go see this guy, the biggest thing that he got from Denzel is that Denzel said, I've worked with this guy on stage and I've never seen a work ethic like it. Wow. And wow. so it, it gets even better. So then when he went to go... Check him out a little bit um austin not, uh, uh Boz Lorman told Entertainment Weekly, honestly, I put him through the ringer, but he lived elvis he what what he has managed to do is not do an impression but to live Elvis to wow. the extent that he humanized him, so
1: well, you know this' because it did come out of nowhere that I because we'd heard Harry Styles was yes. auditioning, and miles teller those were the two front runners to play Elvis mm-hmm. when the this that came out that there was going to be this movie. All those We've been great talking options. about this movie for, for like lot. three years. All
0: these, all those options were great, but I'm 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 glad they went with Austin Butler. Now she's uh, Bos Lorman and Denzel Washington weren't the only ones singing his praise because last month Elvis, Lori and
1: Julia were well, too. Yeah, you guys were, yeah. but uh,
0: Elvis Presley's ex-wife Priscilla Presley saw a private screening of Elvis, and I believe that was at the com uh, the CinemaCon thing in, Ga- in Vegas. And she went to Facebook and she wrote Austin Butler who played. Elvis is outstanding halfway through the movie I looked over at my said, at my friend and I said wow bravo to him so all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey Stephen Diener host of the Unidentified Alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe down
1: Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is
0: Chris Jenner
1: LLC. We drop
0: a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, getting support from the family too.
1: And you know, Austin Butler—he he was 23 when his mom died. Elvis's mom was 23. Oh, I didn't know. He that. plays the guitar. He sings, you know, he's been, um, you know, a beautiful misunderstood man, just like Elvis sometimes oh, was, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And all the, <laughs> Here we go. But I mean, the way that, I mean, just even the fact of the mom thing too, that's, a, that's kind of an eerie, yeah. weird yeah. coincidence.
0: But it helps him embrace who Elvis was, kind of like yeah. you said, they experience the same thing. Well, and- I
1: told you, I saw how he's holding the cup at CinemaCon and I was like, that is Elvis's hands. Of course, he had the rings on, you You're know, yeah. and he was still in his method, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And 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 going back to Austin Butler, now he has, you know, aside from his physical transformation, he wanted to make his voice identical to the Hound Dog singer. So he went through hours and hours of footage and watched as much Elvis movies, concerts yeah. as he could so that he could perfectly uh matched who elvis yeah. was so he's I, done his i don't his think homework. my
1: mom is going to be able to stand it she is so it's excited so for this really? movie because what is the date june what june like maybe 24th or okay. something yeah
0: it's, it comes out in june i don't yeah, have the date here the
1: end of june so. but you think about it, there hasn't been a big screen treatment of
2: elvis no Mm-mm. which is in itself seems so odd but you know, the timing was right.
0: This is the, the perfect. family
2: approval. Val Kilmer is Jim Morrison. Sometimes
1: the, you got to wait for the perfect casting. Yeah, there the, you go. You know. Like
0: we're waiting for Harry Styles for a little rock. And Mick r- Jagger. He's got to be Mick
1: Jagger. He's so busy painting his toenails and posing with
0: babies, <laughs> which we did post uh, to Thank our you. website today. Would Anyone you
1: be- who's feeling blue today, if you'd like to look at Harry Styles and a baby, that'll give you some <gasps> oxytocin. Yeah,
0: it was really cute. Really cute. So. Well now moving on to the one and only Wendy Williams, you guys. So Why,
2: what do we know? Now?
0: So know now. Last week we heard that she sat down with Fat Joe. There was some exchange of oh, words. Oh, she
1: said she was for sure coming back to her show.
0: Exactly. Yes. And then, you know, it was uh, there was a little bit of a Instagram social media dispute between her and Sherry Shepard following that Fat Joe um, interview, but now she's saying that she wants to sit down with Sherry Shepard.
1: On Sherry's new show in her old time slot. Is that seriously? <laughs> no, is I mean, that not, seriously not really yet? on
0: her show. They're trying to have a sit down prior. That would be funny though. But yeah, she wants to have a sit down and just talk it out. And even her attorney said that Wendy is requesting to have a sit down with Sherry to have a meeting of the minds. It's oh, the perfect boy. solution as she has no ill will or intent Sherry towards Sherry
2: sit down with her she's got a job yeah but i mean it, it starts
0: go. this fall it's sherry yep. it's starting well, this fall
1: you know wendy could be um maybe she's shopping a podcast yeah. you know maybe she's looking i mean you know she just might be making
0: stirring the pot a little right? bit just, get some-
1: yeah doing some stuff i i, I feel for wendy because i mean think about it she missed a whole year of her talk show mm-hmm. that's so much it, it, time to take
0: off people yeah. forget you yeah, people will forget yes, you. Yes, people will forget you. And that's what she kinda said. She told the US Sun that she's she's like, I have a t- I have a lot of support around me, but I want people to know that I'm working on projects. Going back to what you said, I think mm-hmm. she kinda dropped that hint to maybe say, if this Sherry Shepard thing, which she are, we all know she's not getting back the show. It's no. Sherry in this fall. Yeah. But maybe that was just a little coin drop to producers and showrunners and just maybe maybe we can get another I one. I don't going. know,
1: you know, I don't know like what it is to ensure a TV Production, sh- you know, a show sure. because I'm thinking there's insurance.
0: Yes, if she doesn't, if something she, happens again.
1: Yeah, I mean, think about how much money they but probably
2: again, lost on this year of the Wendy Williams show. How much advertising? But before, the, think of how the ratings were in a nosedive before it even happened this past year, Lori. She was not doing well. No, no, it I know was that. not that show was but on she a She was at least
1: showing up. The revenue was there. You know, the production. I'm just saying that there was right. I don't know who would insure her for a television show, I guess is what I'm saying. And I don't know about, I don't even know how that works. I'd have to pay Gene Jason.
0: Yeah, that's actually a great point. I didn't even think about that. There is a liability factor there for sure. If something happens again, advertisers, you're going to have a lot of situations there that someone might want to take on that responsibility. Right. But speaking of another um, case, not case, but uh, Black China, did you guys see this? I brought this to you guys how she told the judge that the judge basically came out. Black China. Yeah. Basically, she said that. The judge was being biased towards her and favoring towards the Kim Kardashians during that trial. Last ditch legal effort. Exactly. And the judge, the Los Angeles Superior Court came out and said that uh, she had no evidence to back up her allegations and he defended the judge, Judge Gregory. (laughs) Because
1: he's the one who's being accused of being biased. Yeah, the judge. Big surprise that he said, no, I'm not. Yeah,
0: so that's the even funnier part is that he was the one determining that he was not, in fact, being biased towards her. Oh,
1: man. She just needs to slow her role. Mm-hmm. And maybe get some therapy. Yes,
0: one
2: hundred percent.
0: And her mom could slow down too. Tokyo yes. Tony put up a fun, GoFundMe page for oh, some for of these legal fees, trying to raise four hundred thousand dollars. Right now, thirteen hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, it's insane. Nobody, ain't mm, nobody,
0: gets ain't nobody that. time for that. No. That's so true. Well, that's your dirt, guys.
1: Thanks, Grant. No problem. My theory is they they're going to shove Mars down our throat. They are just bound and determined <laughs> to make people go. Live I'm on going. Mars.
2: I am not Find going. Find something in Mars. <laughs> Everything is about gonna be Mars. Big, you're going to get 100,000 extra miles on your Amex card oh, if you visit Mars. Mars, Mars,
1: Mars. No, so, that's funny. I mean, he, here in the space of two days. Well, first of all, I should have had you post this, Grant. But
0: I can do it still after the show. No worries. We'll do it.
1: NASA released a new photo taken by NASA Curiosity rover that roves around yes. Mars. Okay. Your tax dollars hard at work yes, up there. Yes, they are. But the mast cam the other day got a grainy photo of what can only be described as a doorway cut into the rock. Whoa. There's been no official NASA explanation of this thing. It's just there. Online, people have been going crazy for a few days. It looks like a portal, a wall, a door. There's maybe Martians in there. Maybe are there already people on Mars. We don't know. However, people are saying it's just a flat piece of broken rock. But I think it's very interesting that it comes at a time that Congress... I don't know if the hearing has happened already or if we've got other things to worry about, but Congress was having an open house, I think, uh, this week about UFOs. And it was the first open house they were having in Congress about UFOs in 50 years. So is this NASA playing a trick on us? But if you look at that photo, Grant.
0: Oh, I can see it. I found it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. It's creepy. It's eerie for sure. The blurriness takes it to another level of like, what It looks is like it? a doorway. It does. Yeah.
1: It looks like a little doorway and with little little green men behind it. I don't know. But anyway, did NASA post this because they knew last week there was going to be a hearing in Congress?
0: It's actually the hearing is next week. Is it so next it's about week? to come up. This okay. was CNN posted it today. So next week we'll have this big panel. And wow, I'm reading about this. Is going to be interesting. I like this. I'm this a, we are, we like space. Yeah.
1: Well, the UFO thing. Well, and then then they released the story that human colonies, even though it's going to take you four years to get to Mars, <laughs> they could be bur- they could be um, built out of space brick made from everybody's urine as they're peeing over the four years to get to Mars. Though <laughs> that could be the material, if you will. The urea
2: and urine Uh, is going to make a
1: solid buildings that aren't going to fly away and whatever. No, that's it. That's it. I'm just telling you, the theory is they're going to shove Mars down our throat no matter what we do.
2: I'm not going. I'm not either. And if my kids try to put me on a little space thing to go, (laughs) Mom, it's just a short trip, Was. we can't take care four of you. Four years, mom, one way. Mom, you'll yeah, no. be fine. Nope. They, they'll take care of you up there. I'll just be like, you must not really like me yeah. at all if you're sending me on a four-year right. trip.
0: One <laughs> Instead way. Instead of going to a home, they send you on a little. No, I know. Mom,
2: <laughs> we've got this plan. But
1: don't for worry, you. you're going to
2: be able to build your house right. out of your urine bricks, and right. then
0: you could use your poo to make some uh, potatoes, right. like Matt Damon did in The Martian. Don't That's
2: worry, right. Mom. <laughs> Nothing will hurt out there. Up there, there's no gravity. Um, goodness you'll look you'll look young again no wrinkles yeah your skin
0: will fall that's funny you Mm -hmm. age
2: backwards up there
0: right (laughs) everything they can to get you out of there no no
2: no you're on the wrong spaceship you're supposed to go to mars Mm -hmm. not just florida (laughs) i mean yeah i just really
0: yeah this picture it definitely does not it looks like a door even with like a canopy over it it just it looks like there's like even like a little like You know, yeah, canopy as you walk in to protect you from the rain. It's
1: very (laughs) disturbing to see this door. And I wonder what are the tricks of NASA, that they publish this with no explanation. Of course, Reddit is going crazy.
0: Well, and you guys, all listeners, can check it out in about two minutes here. This will be up on our show page for you to look at. So, interesting. I like this. And it's a good theory. I think they are forcing Mars down our throat a little bit. A
1: little bit. A little bit. Because, you know... The UFO and alien conspiracists are like okay, NASA Curiosity rover. They released it on their official thing. Well, you know? we've
0: been seeing too over the last year how many videos of UFOs and no, all I'm these.
2: Sick
0: of them. I, but but they're they're creepy, you know. And then there was and a they thing, exist. Yeah, and there well, was remember, a thing at the Area Fifty One. Remember, the we're sending protest? up the
2: photos. You know, the sketch, the pencil sketches to try to make, have communications with the aliens. Oh yeah,
0: the nude photos, I remember. Remember, yes. but they're just
2: pencil people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we should send up the Madonna birthing tree pictures and see what happens with yeah. those. We'll get a response
0: for sure. Maybe
2: yeah. the aliens can Maybe,
1: maybe that can more. just go to Mars and then they can just like play it like on the screen, the people- on the flat area of Mars somehow. <laughs> Pose it like through that curiosity, like yeah. transpose it on a rock or something. That would be awesome. Oh my
2: goodness. I really don't want to live in another planet.
1: No, I'm not. We're oh, not going to. Me too. No.
0: If that ever happens, I'm just going to let this one burn. If this one's going to burn down and we have to go to another one, I'm just going to burn down with this one. I'm yeah. good. I'm staying here.
1: I'm yeah. Good. Now, he, federal officials did release a report on documented cases of what they call. They don't call them UFOs anymore. They're called UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: Okay, and the Director of National Intelligence, they examined 144 cases of unidentified aerial phenomenon, and they could only explain one. And that's why Congress is having this hearing. Okay. And on Wednesday, so just yesterday, the UFO watchdog of sorts, they're called UFO of interest. They say this photo is nothing more than a little niche in a rock.
2: Oh, all right. There we go.
1: Is it an entrance to a secret underground tunnel? No, it is not. It is a niche in a rock with other blocks, fractures, shapes, and other features all over that rock face. It's just making you see that. It's like, you know how those things come out. What's the first thing you see in this picture? It says something about you. Do you ever see those things? yeah. What do you yeah, see? Yeah, Remember yeah. the blue dress, the gold yes. dress?
0: You, Laurel Yanni, but that was an audio one. But the yeah.
1: face, yes. Yeah. Yanni, that one. What was it, Laurel? And Lauren
0: Yanni. Laurel Yanni. I think yes. it was, sometimes you hear laurels, but that's a more audio one than a visual but, one.
1: But Donnie played that one for us, and yeah. we've done the other ones. Or do you see a penguin, or do you see an old man's face? Yes. And it tells, it's supposedly. What, which one
2: is going to be which?
1: Well, it says, the theory is. What you see first says something about you. Mm-hmm. Why did I thought, you see
2: the penguin or the old man? I, I, oh, I don't know. I can't remember I that. I can't
1: remember, but um, I, 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 I always fall for those things. I do too. I click on it and I want to see what I see. And I just think, well, these are just, you know, my eyes, my camera. <laughs> oh, look at you. Oh, can you put that on a t-shirt you can't, for Lori?
2: You can't. My eyes, my camera.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can't argue with your own eyes. You cannot argue you, with your own yeah, eyes. Yeah, what you see, see is what you see.
2: My eyes, my camera. Yeah, my eyes. Might be off. Yeah.
1: Oh. Okay, so I've got, uh, this, is, um, this is not a theory. It is a theory, uh, but it's also... Um, disappointing that i have to share this i don't because, want to know that is well it, julia is it? millennial men want 1950s housewives after they have kids
2: well i want why can't they say gen zers want 1950 house Here, well we don't want
1: because that. gen z most of them haven't had kids yet
2: are, what are we
1: Gen Jonesers, we're Jones in between Gen X and Baby Boomers.
0: Oh, you guys are, okay, yeah,
1: cool. That's what they call this ten-year like if the gap, yeah. the gap because like
2: Mind I mean, the gap
1: they, because nice technically, mm-hmm. you know, I have aunts and uncles who are like 15, 17 years older than I am, and technically we're all Baby Boomers. But I can tell you, there's no, there's no commonality, there's no yeah. commonality yeah. in our growing up or whatever. But anyway, this is a new study that explored how still. Yes. Still to this day, if you are working parents with children, whoever is quote unquote, the woman in the relationship, you are basically working a second job because so much of the household, 75% of moms are the ones who make the appointments for the kids. They stay home to take care of the sick children and they have data on this because of covid and how many women left the workforce and things like that. Um, even in normal times, women were spending like two more hours a day doing domestic work. Sure. So I guess what I'm saying is, <clears throat> pick up the slack.
2: The is, other that, is that, is that That's the Hollywood
1: what speak on that? That's the theory on that. Pick up the slack. Pick up the slack and don't make one person do all the chores, all the yes, you know that that would be something, but it's just kind of assumed because a lot of the millennials—that's what they saw in their parents'
0: relationship. That's exactly the world I live in a little bit. My dad, don't get me wrong, yeah. there was a, there was definitely helping out in other ways, but. Yes, I have that was learned your world? that was my world a little bit. And now I'm learning now that it's a 50 50 share with us. Mm-hmm. you know? and,
1: and you know what? And people are happier because then you don't have to make the radical decision to compromise what you think is fair and just silently stew or have to leave. I mean, you have to like work it out, but very often the other person, they're just clueless.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I'm they're not going to lie. I was for a and long time. And it's not time. coming
2: from a bad place. No, yeah. 100%. You have to talk about these things. Yes. Yes, you do. Instead of just assuming, and I'm just saying, if you're too scared to talk about it, talk about it. Yeah. hundred percent. You are too scared to talk about it. Bring all it up more immediately. Reason. Yeah. All
1: the more reason to <laughs> and, talk about and it. And
2: what's the worst thing that can happen? It never does, you know. Right, but not talking if, about it makes it worse. Everything it really you does. keep bottled up yep. is
1: terrible. It is. You will explode. Okay, that's Julia's theory, and Grant and I concur. Yes. All right. All right, we'll be right back.
2: We were speculating about Adele and Aaron Paul. her Rich Paul. Rich Paul, her mm-hmm. agent boyfriend. Yeah. Well, she has nipped that in the bud. And did an Maybe. Instagram post about her new home that she bought for $52 million or something. Oh, and, the
1: one from Sylvester Stallone? Mm-hmm.
2: And they're in the front yard together.
1: That picture could have been taken anytime. It just shows you she's paying attention to what's being said instead of paying attention to, to her Vegas fans <laughs> and booking her residency.
2: I knew you'd say that. That's all anyone wants to you. hear about. Uh-huh. you got all
1: the money in the world... And you paid attention because there was talk yesterday, and then you go to the trouble of posting that. that Adele, Adele, Adele. Adele, Adele, Adele. Uh, Okay, uh, what do you think of this news, you guys? Hulu has acquired the streaming rights to Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza, and Austin City Limits through 2023. Smart move. The Bonnaroo one really seems like it's fun because... You know, Manchester, Tennessee, it's in a farmland. I mean, not a lot of people are going to go. But there's so many great acts that play at Bonnaroo. This year, Stevie Nicks, Machine Gun Kelly, the Chicks. They have a lot of stages there and different times. So the whole thing will be streamed the whole four days. And you can just look at the time. And if there's somebody you want to see that starts. Like I remember we saw Dwight Yoakam at Midnight. Okay, and the talking How heads. How much
2: fun is that? Oh, it's so, so there's smart. no time limit because it's way out in the field. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, I and the all night the 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 silent disco, and they have a couple things like for the ravers and rollers. You know, that right. right? yep. They yep, go yep, all night. Yep. But like one night, we left at like maybe two in the morning, and Talking Heads were playing "Burning Down the House" as we're trudging out to our car. Well,
2: I know. Yeah, I know. Something it was so great. But Bonnaroo, different. I really think this would be a fun thing. If you have Hulu, they're also going to do Lollapalooza, nice. which is in... Do you like watching, listening to concerts live, you guys? I That's not my thing yet, but I apparently...
0: I do when I'm hanging out with friends. I put it on, but you I don't, don't sit re- regularly Maybe and okay. watch it. If
1: there's somebody you wanted to see or you yeah. always wanted to go okay. to a festival... I
0: tuned in to YouTube to go watch Doja Cat. And Coachella. I watched, uh, Coachella, yeah, to watch Doja Cat and to watch uh, Billie Eilish. Those were both fantastic. But what's cool about this for Hulu is, is think about all the young subscribers they're going to be picking up because these people who go to these festivals, if they can't make it and now they have a way to watch it, watch it, you're going to get that subscription. So this is a smart marketing move by
1: Austin City Limits. That's the first two weekends in October. I've thought about that thing. But like, here's who's playing Red Hot Chili Peppers, Pink, Casey Musgraves, Little Nas X. You know, so if you weren't going to ever I'll probably never get fun, there.
2: That's a fun city. Yeah. Yeah. I moved
1: there briefly once. And then Lollapalooza, which is in Grant Park in Chicago. right? Which um, I went to the Lollapalooza the couple of years. It was, it was here, here down at Harriet Island right. in the first years. That was crazy fun. It really, you know, just to have it in your own backyard, yeah, kinda, no so kidding. to speak. So anyway, that's the Hulu's going to, and it's going to uh, start with Bonnaroo this year. All right, this let me just. June. It's Father's Day weekend.
2: Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's so much music out there. My word. Um, but I want to let people know if you are a fan of Hacks on HBO. Oh, yeah, did that drop Max, today? Yes, it did. So Gene Smart makes her triumphant Emmy winning uh, return. And so the second season, Deborah Vance, who she plays, um, uh, let's see, is forced to hit the road to hone a risky and revealing new act. When she's dumped from her longtime Vegas residency, that's how residency. the show ended. I right? know. So she's going on the road.
1: I love it. She with was her on little with,
2: millennial writer and sidekick. Ava. She
1: was on with uh, Kelly and Maria Manunos today. Gene Hack oh. and um, oh, she just looked so darling, and she, she just is. kind of is like, I can't. Her career renaissance kind of started with her getting cast in Fargo.
2: I in twenty sixteen. Yeah. And she was so good. And then she was in. She Mare. had a long dry spell. She was though. the one with Kate Winslet.
1: Mervy's town yes. and but she was in the watchtower or the watchman.
2: I love the renaissance of a lot of these older actors. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. And you know, it's fun. Yeah. Why not?
1: Yeah. But yeah, she was kind of um Maria Menounos is cute. She's I a love good fill in.
2: I love Maria. She, I see her many times at the gas station pumps.
1: In she seems no, oh, she's, no. She does. She talks that little, to us
2: from the little pumps in the gas station. And in the she winter, does. she's <laughs> scratchy, but they, in the summer, you can kind of hear
1: her. I know. I wonder what kind of money that sort of entertainment gig pays. Pump, one at the, the pump. pump.
2: The pumps shows. Mm-hmm. They're very brief because you only watch them for a second. Yeah, because um, last night I was pumping gas during the. The storm? the storm? That doesn't seem like a
1: good idea. It wasn't,
2: but I didn't have any gas.
1: Oh, wow. You do what you got to do. That seems like a I, I, know. I place I went to out. get um, electrocuted.
2: I took my son to dinner, and then afterwards on the way home, I'm like, oh, Mama doesn't have any gas. Uh-huh. She might have said, good place to get electrocuted. No, I'm serious. That just sounds it dangerous. It was windy. In it was a windy... windy. Lightning, hail,
1: it doesn't seem like you should that be pumping gas. Yet.
2: It was just it was just the winds. Yeah, right. It was just the winds. You know, if you listen to our replay, we talked to our friend Kurt Johnson about his new book, The Barons. I think our first hour, you know, from um was brilliant. Yeah. I think our whole show today was brilliant. Yeah. I'd like to tell everyone. i would like the, to accept the Academy. And then I want <laughs> to, the, the credits are rolling right now. This is something that TV shows and other people get to rely on when they're done talking. Mm-hmm. They just start rolling credits. So yeah. I'm going to roll. Today's program was executive produced by Lori Grant and Julia. <laughs> we would like to thank Ever for our fashions. We would like to thank, um, who else helped us out today? Um, Kirkland Sparkling Water. We'd like to dedicate this show to Naomi Judd. We really would. Mm-hmm. We'd like to thank um, all dry tongues out there. We want to tell you about the coconut oil mm-hmm. to moisturize your tongues. We learned a lot today. Yeah,
1: We really did. All right, we'll
2: be back tomorrow. Have a good night, everyone. Bye, guys. Job done. Off you good.